0: I talk lots about knowing the kids, but they're not the whole school, God forbid. The ones with the clout, who can most help you out, underlie the whole school's power grid, and they are the head custodian and the office manager. One of the cruelest paradoxes of the teaching profession is how socially isolating it can be. One would think that if you are surrounded by a sea of humanity for eight to 10 hours a day, you could hardly call yourself isolated. But it's amazing how rarely you get to have an adult conversation about your profession or about anything else within the hours of the school day. You do not have the opportunity to discuss the philosophy of whatever underlies what you teach, nor do you have time to discuss the weather, or the NBA playoffs, or the novels that you read, or pretty much anything else. And that can be extremely isolating. It's easy to be overwhelmed by all of the duties of taking care of your students. I speak from experience. My typical workday involved my arriving to school hours before anyone else. Typically it was still dark. There were no cars in the parking lot and the hall lights were off. I'd walk down the cavernous dark hallways to my classroom, turn on the lights, power up my computer and get to work. Usually I'd manage at least an hour or two before anyone else was in the building. But as soon as students were in the building, they would begin to drop by my classroom to visit, to turn things in, to ask me questions, just to pass the time. And I literally had an open door policy. I would block my door open so that they didn't even have to turn the knob to get in and my time became theirs. And that continued all through the school day. I would eat lunch in my classroom I would not go down to the staff room, and so students would be in there during lunch. And then after school, I would generally have at least one scheduled writing conference, sometimes two, and kids would be in for homework help of various sorts or just a visit until practices started for soccer or basketball or whatever it was. And so I was at school surrounded by students for hours and hours every day but I very rarely saw, much less interacted in a meaningful way with other adults. Those other adults in your building are essential to your well-being as a teacher. And I'm not just talking about the colleagues that you have in your department. They are, of course, essential but I'm going to leave discussion of colleagues and relationships and interactions with them to another time. What about the other adults who make your building function? And I'm specifically referring to the head custodian, the office manager, and the librarian, among other people. I got to know the custodians pretty well at each of the schools I worked in because I was the only person in my classroom generally in the afternoons when they would come around to empty the trash and straighten out the room. And I would always engage them with a bit of conversation. How are you doing? How's the kids? What's going on? Where are you going for the holidays? And get to know these men and women as peers. I would refer to them as my colleagues, people who worked with me. They made me feel a part of a team and I hope I made them feel a part of a team. I came to appreciate very slowly, given my antisocial nature, of how important it is to network with the other adults in your building. All of us are there to serve the kids to help them grow as people, to help encourage them through their hard times, to motivate them to effort and eventual success. The more that we know one another, we adults, the better we can connect with those kids. Often I would have the janitors, the custodians, kids in class, or I would have their neighbors or their nephews or some other relation. Often those custodians would get to know particular students who were assigned to work with them during the day. And when I had those kids in class, we got to swap stories about those kids. So first and foremost, the custodians can help you know your kids better. They also know how the building works. They are the people to go to for questions like getting your whiteboard moved to the better wall for your students, getting your lock on your door fixed so that it lets you in with greater ease, oiling those, those creaky hinges that make you writhe when they screech when you arrive in the morning, replacing the bulbs in your fluorescent lamps, so many little details that You can get resolved very easily if you just know the head custodians and they know you. Those custodians run the building and they are undersung heroes. Honor them, appreciate them, work with them as colleagues, make an effort to honor what they do for our, your, and their students. The second most important non-professional colleague to know is the office manager. The office managers that I have worked with have always been women and they have always been amazing to me. How many different tasks they are assigned, they are somehow incidentally responsible for, these women know how to make the world go around and they are ready and willing to help you, but they will never leave the office to come find you and seek you out. You need to go into their territory and ingratiate yourself with them. (laughs) Thank them for their hard, tireless, thankless work. They can get you keys to get in on weekends. They can explain how to schedule a field trip. They can get more paper for the copy machine when it is out. They can point you in the direction of the district office personnel who handle whatever random issues come up. Again, I did not understand the necessity of the office managers to the school or to me personally for years because I lived very isolated in my little dark cubby on the far end of the school and never left my room. But I have come to not only greatly admire, but deeply feel indebted to these women who make the world go round. And they will help you with so many things if only you ask them. Get to know the head custodian, yes, and get to know the office manager, absolutely. The next classified staff member I would encourage you to get to know is the librarian. The librarian knows a vast cross-section of the student body that is kind of unique to the library. A good school librarian creates a home for kids within his or her space. Chat with the librarian about kids. If you're an English teacher, you may bring your kids to the library on a regular basis to take advantage of the librarian's skills. Praise her or him to your students. Build their love of learning, of knowledge, of information, of books, and of trustworthy adults. The librarian's skills often far exceed your own when it comes to resources for your subject or resources for kids in general. That has been my experience and getting to know the librarian is always a wonderful opportunity. The last two colleagues I would urge you to get to know on a personal level are certified colleagues of yours, the counselors and the special education teachers. You may have multiple counselors and multiple sped ed teachers, depending on your school size. Get to know those who are most closely associated with the grade level of the students that you teach. They are invaluable sources of insight into those students. And get to know your counselor on a personal level. You will benefit from that relationship. I say that speaking from personal experience. Often a teacher does more actual counseling of students than a counselor does. Counselors are often subsumed by the minutiae of schedule changes and dealing with teenage crises gets pushed aside. But gaining some counseling skills from those colleagues can help you help the students in a more direct way. Also, the counselors can confer with you about individual kids, give you insight into their background, especially if the counselor has been there for years and knows the family, knows something of the history. The SPED teachers can help you urge your students, encourage your students, um, motivate your students who are also their SPED students in much better ways than you are likely to come up with on their own. Utilize those connections. All of the adults in your building are valuable human beings, and all of you are on the same team. But there are a few who are, in my opinion, more essential to your function than others. In conclusion, I would urge you to invest in building relationships in an intentional way, not only with your students, but also with your team, your staff, all the other adults that work together with those same kids. Know when their birthdays are. Get them a birthday card. Know something about their interests and if you happen to share an interest in gardening or in football or in computer programming, chat that up. It is far too easy to be completely subsumed in the world of your tiny little corner of the universe, one subject and one subset of the students, and miss out on the fact that the entire school needs to work as a community to achieve best the purpose of helping our kids succeed.